Welcome to the Mindful Meditation Journey Podcast. My name is Jennifer Grove, and I'm a wellness retreat leader, yoga and meditation teacher, and a multiple business entrepreneur. And I am obsessed with helping you treat yourself like the beautiful soul that you are. So if you're looking to make shifts in your life, your meditation practice, your relationships, and yourself, then you've come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite mindfulness within yourself to be, do, have, and treat yourself with whatever your heart desires. So I want you to think of this podcast as your dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. So leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you can incorporate to create a reality of mindfulness and bliss in your everyday life. I know we're going to have so much fun together, so thank you for pushing play today. And now, let's begin. Hi, my beautiful souls. Thank you so much for pressing play today, for downloading this podcast episode. I am really, really excited to be here with you today. Um, And I wanted to, you know, still piggyback off of anxiety and stress with just this, another episode here, because what I have been listening to, what I have been feeling, what I have been learning a lot around anxiety and it's in some of our everyday stressors, right? But today what I really want to focus on is money. Yes, because I feel like Nine times out of 10, we worry a lot about our finances. Like we stress out about them. You know, it's kind of like that little simmering worry that can really weigh us down and honestly affect our health more than we might even realize it. So I wanted to really tap into that today, right? And I want to talk about and explain a few like, really simple strategies that all of us can use starting right this very moment to kind of ease our minds a little bit, right? Bring a little bit more peace to us because honestly, I I am a recovering accountant. I always will be, I think until the day that I die, (laughs) but to put it plain and simple, Financial wellness is important, okay, because it gives us security. It enables us to buy items that we need, and it can set us up to do things that we want. And what you might not realize is that it's also crucial for our overall health, okay? Now, I am not talking about being able to afford, like, organic avocados and taking a week at the spa, though I know that would be totally, totally nice, wouldn't it? But what I'm really talking about 
is being financially well honestly means feeling confident enough in our status, whatever that status is, that we're not losing sleep over our future. Okay. Sorry, I had to check and make sure that uh, I didn't lose connection. <laughs> so honestly, unfortunately, there are so many of us that worry about money and it keeps us up at night. I know there are moments uh, in my life where I get really stressed out over finances we're all human. It happens. I am a human being having human experiences, human feelings. So I am not oblivious to all of these sensations, right? I, that's why I'm talking about it. That's why I'm bringing it to everybody's attention. That's why I want to get it out there so that not only can I make better decisions and better choices for my life, but so that maybe I can help someone else do the same thing. Maybe it sparks an interest. Maybe it sparks a reminder for them to take better care of themselves financially, mentally, physically, emotionally. Okay. Did you know that 44% of people consider finances to be like their top, like number one freaking stressor? Like, did you know that? That's ridiculous. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's a very high percentage. And that type of like chronic stress can honestly lead to a lot of things like headaches, you know, inflammation in the body, digestive issues, like, and that's just to name a few of them. There's a lot more that can go on in the body when we are feeling chronically stressed. I know we've gone over that. But we don't really think about our finances creating that kind of stress in our bodies. But it does. It truly does. And especially if we're under like this significant financial strain, you know, like it could create depression, anxiety, relationship complex. Have you ever like had problems with your spouse? That's like one of the number one related um, arguments between spouses is finances, but it can also lead to like some personal concerns, like losing personal control of your thoughts, your, your emotions, your physical body. Okay. And that's like worst case scenario, but it can happen. So I just kind of want to bring that to your attention, but I also want you to know that there is totally a silver lining to this. Because there are some really great steps that we can take to gain control and worry a lot less. And that's really what I'm focusing on this month, especially in um, my yoga classes that I'm teaching, is worrying less and trusting more, whatever that means, like in the body, in the mind, in the heart, in the finances, like honestly worrying less and trusting more. And that's like gaining that little bit of control around something that we feel like we have no control over. And it can be uncomfortable because it's a journey, right? One way to do that is to start 
some heart-to-heart conversations with those people that you love, including yourself, because that will help you gain that financial health path, okay? And I know it's hard. I, you know, nobody likes to sit down with like their loved ones, whether it's their spouse, their children, their parents, you know, but talking things through, especially a topic like money, isn't our number one favorite conversation to have. I get it. I don't like to do it either, but there are times where we really do need to sit down and have those heart to heart hard conversations. And we don't have to make them so hard, okay? We really think that it's like this unseemingly conversation that we have to have when we talk about money. But really, if you think about it, talking about money with the people that are in your life, like the key people, it really does ensure that you're all on the same page, whoever it is, right? Remember, if it's your spouse, your children, your parents, It's so that everybody, I mean, it honestly is so that every one of us is on the same page with whomever we are talking to about it, right? Because it can give you this, this reassurance when you're on the same page and it can honestly enlighten everybody involved in some way. I mean, I'm going to tell you this, it may help to get a good handle on your own hopes, your own dreams so that you can articulate it before you have these conversations, right? (laughs) So don't just go in willy-nilly and be like, okay, we're going to have this conversation. Let's talk about our finances right now. Like formulate that information that you want to articulate to the other person, you know? And it can really truly help to nip those those potential problems that we maybe foresee in the future, it could probably like nip those things like right in the bud, boop, done, gone. Because I'm going to tell you, all of us, every single one of us at some point has money issues and quirks of some kind or another. We are not above having financial woes, financial concerns, okay? And honestly, if we don't know what those quirks are, those concerns, those issues, they can emerge in some real-time stress and some panic when we're not prepared for them. So again, remember whether it's like in a relationship and you've got like these immediate expenses like um, a water heater, That happened to us recently. That's why I'm bringing that up. Like it can often really like take on this huge problem. Like you can have a lot of stress about it unless you sit down with your partner, your family member and discuss it. You know, what I suggest and what I have heard many times is, you know, I did not do this as an accountant, but now I'm starting to understand this is have a date with your money, whether it's just you sitting down and having this date or you're sitting down with a family member, maybe it's your roommate, whatever, but think of it as a money date. 
and then really dig into what some of the financial priorities are. How do you envision your retirement maybe or what kind of money attitudes does everybody bring to the table? Because everybody's different, right? Maybe maybe you want to, you know, have a good amount of money put aside for and secure for a large emergency, right? Maybe it's a um, because you have a family member or or you may be worried about, you know, scraping by, always scraping by. But as long as you talk about it, whether it's just with yourself, right? You, you talk it out or whether it's with somebody else, in the long haul, you're going to start to make a plan. You're going to start to savor and 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 really plan for whatever could possibly take place so that you're happy about it and you know that you can manage it. And we don't have to be millionaires for this, okay? You can just be, you know, put $5 away, $10 away, $50 away, a week, a month, every two weeks, whatever is financially comfortable for you until you hit that nest egg that you're looking for, right? But it's vital to be honest with yourself, be honest with the others that you are in this financial relationship with, right? Whether, again, it is your adult children, because a lot of times children and parents, they don't want to divulge what's going on in their finances. And I totally get that. But there may come a point where we have to have this conversation and taking the time to really have this money date and, and have it open in a relaxed way can really help you evaluate the financial choices that are really important to everybody involved. And that's going to take you assessing where you are. Okay, really assessing your assets, assessing your liabilities. And what I mean by that is what you have and what you owe. So take a look at your investments if you have them. Is your money where you want it to be? Um, What debts do you have? And what are those interest rates on each one of those? You know, I recently sat down the other day and looked at my credit card debt and I did not realize that one of my credit cards had a very high interest rate more than the other two that I had. And I'm like, Hmm, why have I not been paying more toward that one to pay it off? So, you know, again, I had to sit down and have a money date with myself because it's, it's good to evaluate every six months to a year and see where you are because things can change, right? And this is that time that you want to dive real deep down into your cash flow, like what's coming into your bank account and what's going out of your bank account. Like what are your fixed expenses? What do you typically spend your money on? And what do you have that's left over? And then before you do anything else, anything else, Set a calendar meeting with yourself, with your partner, so that you can stay on top of your day-to-day finances. So maybe that's a a weekly get-together, maybe that's a monthly get-together. And remember, it can be a money date just with you. It's totally fine. 
but make sure that you make time. You want to have a relationship with your money. It's very important. Mm, Excuse me. And then the other tip that I have for you is to honestly plan for the future, right? With the facts on hand and this big picture in mind, you know, where you've talked through maybe that rainy day fund that you're looking for or already have, and then you're assessing what you have and where you are with your finances, start to plan for your future. Put proactive strategies into place, whatever that looks like for you, right? And the first item on your list, honestly, if you do not have one, is to create an emergency fund. And I'm going to tell you now, that can start with a goal of just collecting one month of your expenses. And you want to put it in a savings account that is earning interest, okay? Maybe you have $100 you can put away every every month. Maybe that's manageable. Maybe it's not that manageable. Maybe it's, you know, every other month. Maybe it's $10 a month. Whatever it is, make sure that you are putting money away for an emergency fund so that you can ideally, you want to save up for like three to at least six months of your expenses, but don't get overwhelmed by this because that can totally, totally be a longer term goal for you. Okay. You just want to work toward it. And that should be the very first thing that you're trying to do. The next thing you want to look at is retirement, whether you work for yourself, whether you're 20 years old, whether you're 60 years old, whether you work for a company, you want to make sure that you have a 401k or that you're at least contributing to a Roth IRA, something that is going to help you to pay down high interest debts. Okay. Um, You'll have to look, I haven't looked uh, for 2023, um, but you want to hit whatever your 401k is. You want to max that out as best you can. Um, I know, uh, what was it, last year it was a little over, I think it was $19,500. So you want to really be putting that money away. That is after you have, okay, completely put away money for your emergency fund. That is your number one priority. Your second priority is your retirement, your investment funds, okay? And if it's like sounding extremely overwhelming, I know that it can. I I personally take care of all of my finances. I don't have a program to do that. I, because coming from the accounting background, I love spreadsheets. So that's what I utilize, but there are a lot of great programs out there. There's apps on your phone that can help you to really hone in and automate your money goals. So look for something that will work for you, whether that's writing it down, handwritten, whether it's using an Excel spreadsheet, whether it's using an app, right? Find something that works for you because there's no question that preparing for our future 
with all of its unknowns and all of its mounting costs, because costs increase all the time, right? They never go down. It can truly seem very overwhelming to a lot of us. But I can tell you this, once you start to take the action and you start moving in that right direction for you, you might be surprised at how honestly emotionally reassuring that planning process can be. The essence of that financial wellness is feeling on top of your game so that you can stress less about what's ahead and live more fully in the present moment. Okay, guys, that's all that I have for you. I hope this podcast episode really, really helps to inspire you to really take a moment and look at your financial wellness. I'm going to pop some notes in the, um, the episode so that you can utilize them if you need. If you have any questions or comments, I would greatly appreciate it if you would reach out, whether it's on my website, whether it's on the podcast, you can reach out to me in social media. I would love to interact with you and go on this journey with you. Okay. Have a great and wonderful rest of your day, wherever you are in this world. And I will see you again next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra love and inspiration by following me at Jennifer J. Grove Yoga and Wellness or visiting my website at jenniferjgroveyogaandwellness.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and create the mindful and blissful life that you deserve.